Good morning, Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> so that's one way to open. Yes. Hello. It's Morgan. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. And this is Sinister Sunrise Podcast, where you we uh, bring you the spooky shit. True crime, human mind, paranormal. Yes. Guys, we're one helping of Chinese food and one bottle of wine in, so just... You're yep. welcome. And it's a Monday and we're all feeling a little spicy. So oh, definitely. <laughs> you welcome. <laughs> Hanging on for the ride. Yes. I'm currently trying to find my parents. They're in Key West oh. and they said they're at this bar and I don't see them. <laughs> so they might have lied to me. Oh, is yeah. it like like one where they have the cameras there? Yeah. They have oh, like cool. an inside camera, an outside camera, a stage camera. So I guess you could literally like watch the... Yeah, we don't see <gasps> Beth dancing. Are you kidding me? I don't think... Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing, no. Oh, that was an evil laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Speaking of caught on camera, Aaron, I don't think you know just how well you set us up. Maybe Ooh. it's the wine. Maybe it's your eyes. Um, <laughs> my flushed cheeks. Maybe. <laughs> you are a little flushed. At first I was thinking, is it warm in here? And I was like, no. It's just Aaron. Aaron. Drinking. It's just um, Aaron. It is. Oh, mine would do the same thing. Um, so... <sighs> Speaking of cameras, that remind me of the unsolved mystery that we were going to talk about today. Bum, bum, bum. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw it to Erin. Basically, this person was last seen on camera walking away from her home. I know I will not pronounce their last name right. So, Erin, please oh, tell yes. me. We didn't, we didn't decide on that. I, I, I think it's going to be church rules. Just say it loud and proud, however yeah. you want to say yeah. it. Yeah, go and for it. We stick with it. Okay. Yep. Um. So, we will begin in Mays Landing, New Jersey. It's July 12th, 2015, and 18-year-old Tiffany Valente. Valente. Valente is how I'm going to say it. Aaron, do you want, or sorry, Morgan, do you want to practice real quick? Valente. Valente. Okay. <laughs> we are now morning radio hosts. Yep. Uh, she is attending, it said her cousin's graduation party, I think, or just a graduation party. It's I, a family member's graduation, yeah. Someone's yep. graduation party. Uh, Tiffany herself had graduated from high school and had earned a scholarship to play volleyball as a freshman at Mercy College in New York. Uh, she was thinking of studying criminal justice or joining the Air Force, so she had, you know, some plans right. as an incoming freshman. Uh, her whole family, especially her parents, were extremely proud of her. Diane and Stephen Valente hadn't planned to welcome Tiffany into their lives in 1997. She was an oopsie baby. Whoopsie. Yeah, uh, but she was a pleasant surprise. She was always active as a child and seemed to put her heart into whatever activity she was interested in at the time. Yeah. So Tiffany and her family had been celebrating at the graduation party for hours when around 9.15, Tiffany tells her parents that she is going to head home. And I believe they live close by. I'm not really sure where exactly they're at on a map, if anyone else does, but... I didn't. I don't, I don't know on the map, but I do know it's like literally like... I think they said yards. Like, okay, that's what I was thinking. It like, seemed like very like if you think like close. a back like backyard backs up to another street type of vibe cool. is kind of okay. what I what I saw. It seemed like a like a middle class neighborhood. Like two streets away was their house. Yes, I'm cool. saying like okay. they not walked, two streets, two um driveways away. Yes, yeah. they walked to the party. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because yeah. they mentioned like seeing the cars parked. So I was like, yes. well, it can't be that far. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Not too long after. Diane gets a call from one of Tiffany's friends. Uh, the friend angrily tells Diane, like, she needs to get home now. So Diane is like, all right. Can you imagine like, talking like that to a friend's parent? She? No. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no. 
I wouldn't be ballsy enough. So <laughs> Stephanie, you need to get home right now. Your daughter is a mess. <laughs> I bet you're like, you know what, Morgan? Whatever you say. Whatever yeah. you say, Morgan. That's true. That's true. Me and Steph. We yeah, you're that. too close because you probably could call her and she's like, Sarah, get your ass home. <laughs> Mom, you never curse. This time I do. Morgan said it's serious. <laughs> Okay, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my mom's like almost sounding like Jennifer Coolidge. That's not what she sounds oh, yeah. like. I, I said it a minute ago too, and then I was like, wait, I sounded like You definitely Jennifer did. Coolidge. I think she'd be honored. It's fine. Yeah. We just want hot dogs real bad. <laughs> Steph Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Erin. Uh so Diane, along with Steven, go back to their house. Uh when they arrive, Tiffany's friend approaches them. And claims that Tiffany had taken her credit card and used it without telling her. Womp, that's not a good friend. No. The Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office um, records state that Tiffany had purchased $86 worth of clothes and sushi at the Hamilton Mall, like, without her friend's knowledge. Um, So that did happen. Mm -hmm. Tiffany is at home when this exchange is going down, but she feigns ignorance. She swears she has no idea what her friend is talking about. Rachel Dobkin reports for the U.S. Sun that the conversation is brief. It lasts about like 10 minutes, probably less than that. Once her friend leaves, though, Tiffany and Diane like look through Tiffany's car and Diane sees her daughter take a credit card or a debit card that isn't hers and like places it in her back pocket. So she sees all of this unfold. Uh Kalina Fraga also wrote in her All That Is Interesting post that a credit card receipt was also like later found in Tiffany's room. So overall, it's not looking good for her. Mm-hmm. Diane, realizing her daughter had lied to her, starts questioning Tiffany, asking her, you know, how could you do this? Didn't we raise you better? You know, all of those mom questions. I learned parent it from questions. watching you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Diane goes inside, uh, because I guess at that point, Stephen's inside. So she goes inside to tell Stephen, like, what Tiffany had done. But when they both return to the front yard, Tiffany is gone. And just so everyone listening, if you haven't heard of this case, knows, like, this has just been within, like, a span of 13 minutes. Yes. um, Altogether. And that's, like, their best guess. Like, I, I believe I read somewhere in another article, like, that's, like, the maximum time. It was probably less. Yes. From the time, I guess, she left the party versus when Diane went inside to grab Steven is, like, then she's gone. Yeah. And the time between when she went inside to when they walked back outside, like, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Minutes. That's all it takes. Yeah. Unfortunately. I thought to put them in a pocket. It's going to come up later. Thoughts. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Diane and Steven attempt to search for their daughter. There were several people attending the graduation party. Stephen remembers seeing about 20 to 30 cars passing up and down their road. So he checks with the car's owners, hoping, you know, someone may have spotted his daughter walking on the road, but no one he talks to has seen her. Tiffany's uncle, Robert Valente Sr., also joins in on the search. He had spoken to Tiffany at the party, and nothing seemed off with her. Uh, She seemed like her usual self. The Valentes don't believe Tiffany would have walked very far either because she was, um, according to them, terrified of the dark. Like, yeah. this, no, I can no longer ignore. Okay, can we talk about what do they mean by she is terrified of the dark? I've heard she's scared of the dark. I've heard she has a phobia of that's the dark. That's what I've read sometimes too. Like, and I'm like, I think that's a phobia of the dark would be very different than just being ter- like scared. I but think she she's also- scared because she walked home. Thank you. That's what I I was thinking, too. I was like, she can exist outdoors at night. Yeah. A phobia of the dark would make it seem like she doesn't go anywhere at night. Right. No. Which I I have a hard time believing. Exactly. I think it's just the wording. 
that different, you know, different people use. And maybe it's also like, maybe she was fine with like a lit path or like a path she knew a lot. Like she was obviously would go to and from family a lot versus a fear of like being outside in the in the like if i'm if i'm at my own house like i'll step out on the deck even if the lights are off but if i was at your house there i'd be like whoa like it's a little you know that's a fear to me and i think that that's what she had not a phobia okay because i was thinking i have a fear of bees but i still grow flowers like i know i'm gonna be around them so i wear headphones because my yeah. fear is actually they'll get inside my ears which is a whole nother thing i feel that i'm going to a therapist it's fine <laughs> um that's why I was like, how they're making it seem like this is the nail in the coffin. This is, she cannot, this could not have happened. She never would have existed outdoors. Yeah. No, but it's, I agree. No, I, I agree with that. So point, counterpoint, that's all I'm going to say. Yes. I've all, yes. This mm-hmm. point, and the, even in the documentary, I was like, ma'am, if you're really trying to sell me that she did not do what people think she did, and I know Erin will get to it, that's not the point. Yes. So, yes. So, they mentioned how, like, Tiffany was, again, afraid of the dark. So, originally, they kind of just stick to examining the nearby road. They Mm -hmm. even go into some neighbors' backyards thinking she's close by. And as her friends and other family members kind of get word of her disappearance, they try reaching um, out to her by phone, texting her, asking for her location, and just making sure she is safe. Uh, Stephen also sends a text to his daughter that says, Tiff, please just come home. I love you to death. You mean everything in the world to me. Please just come home. <laughs> yes. That's uh, so sad. It is very upsetting. I mean, what a good dad. During their search, an object about five to eight feet off of the side of the road in front of their home um, catches Stephen's eye. As he gets closer, he realizes the object is Tiffany's phone. This discovery immediately raises red flags. Their daughter would never go anywhere, you know, without her phone. She's a teenager. It's, you know, connected to her hip, I bet, at all times. So that makes sense. Yep. Tiffany, um, I mean, they even said in the Unsolved Mysteries episode that Tiffany would even take her phone, like, in the shower with her. I mean, heck, I take it in the bathroom with me all the time. I mean, I Germs, whatever, so. <laughs> I have a speaker that plays my yeah. phone in the shower. Yeah, so, exactly. And I have to keep it close by in case I need to skip a song. So yeah, Thank that's, you. that bitch yeah. on me. And this 2023, this, this was how long ago? What was the year? Remind me. 2015. So peak of phones. Oh, Let's yeah. just say. Correct. Peak of phones. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that um, is really all they find of Tiffany, though. So with no other sign of their daughter, Stephen gets the idea to um, check his deer camera he had placed in the woods. Thankfully, the camera had captured Tiffany walking down the driveway at 9.28 p.m. wearing a black shirt, white, like, blue jean shorts, a white headband, white flats, and her hair in a messy shirt. A, like, literally a minute later, this is, like, the one that really gave me goosebumps. The picture is in the episode how it shows like the picture of her and then legit a minute later was a picture of Diane and Steven and the dog captured like it was just that close we'll do a side by side oh yes I hated that oh I hated it all because like you you can just see the confusion on their face too of like where did she go like they felt like she was there oh I hated it yeah but that, that okay does that not also speak to like a weird amount of quick panic yeah. From the parents, you mean? Yeah. 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 Like, no, you know, now I get it. But the time, I just have, mm-hmm. have you no, ever I, been 
I don't know, talking to your spouse, they're washing the car, you go inside, you go out and they're not there. Like, I don't know that I would immediately panic, especially if this was a teenager. We just got in a fight. I know she's in trouble. And basically I just said, I'm the mom. Hi, I'm Diane. I go in and say, wait till your dad hears about this. Is she really going to wait? You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I totally get that. I'm just it, trying to make it a fair playing field here for what we're no, going to talk about. Dev- yeah. This, excuse me. Is this not an episode about all devil's advocate out there for everything, every moment of the entire case? Absolutely. I think it's from from watching it. I've watched it twice now. So I watched it the first time with zero. Right. You know, had no idea anything about the case. Watched it a second time and heard a lot more and was like, hmm, that's an interesting point that I didn't hear the first time. Mm-hmm. So when we say like, yeah. they looked worried, I think it's like a little bit of like the the humanity side, like looking in too hard. I mean, they could have just been looking, but it's like, you know, you know, the, the context of it, even if they don't. So it seems it, like it's way more worried than maybe it was. Yeah. Cause it seems like, I guess it was placed near like the end of the driveway. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just walked towards the end of the driveway. Like, Oh, she's got to be around here somewhere. And then mm-hmm. it's just, it, it might even just be the way that both of them are captured. Fair enough. I mean, Fair we'll enough. Have, yeah. I think we have more to talk about that. Later. We do. We Definitely do. Definitely a lot. <laughs> Please proceed. Discuss. Yeah. <laughs> we're, you know, um, team, we're giving you the summation so that when we give our arguments later, you can be like, yeah. Yes, no, and yes, no. <laughs> again, we can touch on this more. Oh, yeah. Later on, but like specifically with um, Tiffany's picture. So in the picture, and you'll see it in, you know, in our post and whatnot. So she's looking like away from the camera. So Diane mm-hmm. kind of questioned whether like, was she looking in that direction because someone had called her name instead of looking forwards like mm-hmm. they had been when they were capturing the picture. So um, she just kind of raises that question yeah. in okay. the episode. Um, Michael Valente, so another uncle of Tiffany's, sprang into action when he heard his niece was missing. He, um, I believe in the episode, he said he like drove to his mom's, believing Tiffany would be there since it was only a half mile walk away. Like maybe she just got pissed off, walked over there just to get away from her parents. Makes sense I wish my to family me. lived that close. Same. <laughs> and also, that is the most rational explanation you could think yes. of. I'm 100%. Yes. Like, that to me makes sense. Mm-hmm. Gone to a family member or maybe a friend's to get away. Also, like, pff, I'm going to grandma's house. Are you kidding me? Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's going to be nicer and she's not going to be able to see when I stink that booze. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, Tiffany was not there. Uh, the rest of the family continued their search by vehicle, realizing that wherever Tiffany had gone to, they likely wouldn't be able to catch up to her on foot. They were hoping to spot the teenager again, just walking on the side of the road somewhere safe and sound. Uh, and in my little notes, I just put like, even if you haven't heard of this case, you can kind of guess like what I'm leading up to in a way. I don't know. I don't know that I would have no, guessed. No, not, not all of the pieces, but you can kind of guess something. It was is aired on a TV show on Netflix called Unsolved Mysteries. You let us know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, around midnight, so there's still no trace of Tiffany, when Michael drives down uh, South Pomona Road, he's about two and a half miles from the Valente home. And as he gets closer to some train tracks and an access road, he notices flashing blue and red lights. As Michael approaches the scene, Galloway police officers and officers from the New Jersey Transit Police Department approach his vehicle. They inform him the area is blocked off after the discovery of a woman's body had been made. They believe the woman had been hit by the train, is what they tell them. So Michael's 
blood, I assume, just runs cold. He tells officers that his niece has been missing for a couple hours. And when he gives them her description, he is shocked and beside himself when they say that the victim matches Tiffany's description. Uh, And then Michael, on top of that, was the one who um, not only had to identify Tiffany while he was there, he, uh, which he said was one of the most horrific things he had to do in his entire life, which... Yeah. Again, I can only imagine. Nope. He also had to be the one to tell his brother that his daughter was dead. What a good fucking human, man. Yes. And also, I just want to take a quick second to apologize. I feel like I was being a little argumentative. No. Um, oh, my God. Oh. I kind of forgot that someone died in this case, and I was looking more at, like, the inconsistencies. Um, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, this- do not. Yeah. Well... I realized a second ago, I was like, ooh, I think I was letting that Monday really get me spicy and yeah. kind of forgot, like, this is a really sad case. I'm so yeah. sorry, Tiffany and your family. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what we're here for is to kind of, like, peel apart the onion. Yes. And part of that may be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But the first Talk part is super sorry. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. So that's terrible. And that's a terrible way for me to end at least my first part. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no better way to say it. Sarah, do you have... Any information about, like, the investigation piece into, um, you know. It was bad. Yeah. Well, mm, back Real to you, Aaron. <laughs> it was bad. No, they, um, the word botched comes to mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just a smidge. They left evidence at the scene. They, they took the initial statements. This is, sorry, the New Jersey transit police by the way not the new jersey police the new jersey transit police so they are Mm -hmm. our country's third largest commuter railroad bus service and light rail lines police i didn't know that was a thing but i I guess the crime happens on certain areas and jurisdictions they come in and i am from a family who believes in ricky bobby if you're not first or last normally i would not have brought up for the third largest but I also want to point out they are the third largest. So every mistake they make in this case to me is pretty inexcusable. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Monday Spice. Okay. Yes. Uh, Aaron, are you looking for more details or just my commentary? Um, wasn't sure if you had more details, but I can kind of hop into more if you need me to. But. Sure, because mine is more commentary on said details. Oh, that is fine. Then I can hop right back into it. Like they kept stuff in plastic bags that they shouldn't, which mold collected. Anything with DNA they couldn't yeah. use. Yeah, like, come have, on, yeah. guys. Aaron, mm-hmm. take it before I get too spicy. Yes. Whoa. So basically, um, I mean, to quickly summarize, which is what the New Jersey you know, Transit Police Department did, was yeah. say that Tiffany died by suicide. You know, open, shut case, case closed. But... I mean, not by our family standards. So Diane and Steven are pretty upset, pretty PO'd. Um, they're adamant that their daughter, like, didn't unalive herself, didn't commit suicide. Because they just took it off one statement of the intern railroad yes. driver, con- oh, sorry, railroad conductor. Well, yes. they took it off two. Well, wait, we'll get to well, it because yeah, they did further investigation. Twas a just a one. Other one had his back turned. Talking to another conductor. That's the thing. That's yes. the thing, though, is originally it was the two that said, here's what happened. But then a couple days later, the one changed a story, and then the other one kind of changed a story. Mm-hmm. So it's all bad. <laughs> Guys, it's there's a reason that there was a little shout out in the beginning of this episode. It's a lot to unpack. It is. Yes. This is truly an onion. <laughs> yes. And we will all be crying at the and end. And it ain't blooming. Let me fucking tell you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shouldn't be hungry, but mm. 
<laughs> so basically, it's not even just Diane and Steve and the whole Valente family um, just doesn't think Tiffany would have done this. Again, she had plans to go to college. She had a scholarship. Um, she had chosen who she was going to room with. She even had plans, like very recent plans, to go to this place called Great Adventure with her friends literally the next day and was going to play softball that Wednesday. So these are just things she had yeah. planned. I d- I know, you know, things happen. You can't guess if, you know, these someone just, were to do these that. These are the brass but, tacks yeah. of what we, what we quote unquote know. Yes. These we're going gonna to filter through and see if there's other possibilities on the table. Yes. These are also great details that the New Jersey Transit Police should have asked her family. Correct. But the reason I am so spicy is because they literally just talked to the conductors and said, cool, I want to go to bed. It's midnight. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to ascribe malice to them. Maybe just incompetence. They can't handle the spice. (laughs) But y'all didn't do great. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. We can all grow from this. They did really bad, actually. Yeah. So the Valenti uh, family hires an attorney, Paul D'Amato, to take their case. He requested the New Jersey Transit Police Department's records of the case and was shocked by his findings. So this kind of goes into the um, statements that the senior engineer and then there was a student engineer that gave at the time. So the um, they both had claimed that Tiffany had quote unquote dove in front of the like lower left side of the train around 11, 12 p.m. at mile marker 45. However, again, six days later, we kind of mentioned earlier, the engineers like changed their stories. The senior engineer said in a new statement, quote, I was talking to the conductor. I never saw her. My back was turned, end mm-hmm. quote. Um, so that like, he's not a witness anymore. Yes. Thank in my you. case. Thank you. Yeah. On the evening of the incident, the student engineer alleged he had no idea Tiffany was near the tracks until the train had struck her. But then when he is asked again if he saw Tiffany before the crash, he says, quote, well, I did notice something about a half a mile away from where Tiffany's body was struck, end quote. Then he completely changes his story again and says he actually saw Tiffany jump out of the woods and onto the train tracks. So it's really interesting how, like, they're so different from each other because yeah. the one guy's like, never mind, I never saw her. Never yeah. saw this woman in my life. Don't know who she is. And the other one, like, keeps on bringing her closer and closer <laughs> to the area. Yeah. It's weird how they're very opposite. I think it's literally that because they don't know which will get them in more trouble. Like, probably. Like, that's... Also, think yeah, of the maybe trauma. Even, you just hit a human. Well, you, like, that's what I yes, was thinking, actually. Yes. I was thinking, like, you know this happened. So is your brain tricking you into thinking maybe you did actually it see something? You. yeah. We will do an episode one day on why um, eyewitness testimonies are not reliable. Okay, Sarah, I would love that. I'm ready. Bring it. We will bring it. It will be brought. It will be brought. Um, but let me just say they are not reliable. It's not anything good or bad. It's just humans, especially if you are shocked, traumatized, scared you're going to get in trouble. Which is all of the above in this particular case, I will say. Yeah. It's not like you're doing it to be... Like, to cause an issue, your brain is just like, uh, yeah, she ran. She ran in front. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. seems, I don't know. And I won't think about it. I may have already put this in my notes later, but this private investigator had already kind of talked about, too, how the New Jersey uh, Transit Police Department aren't, like, you know, these detectives that are handling, like, murder cases or cases Mm-mm. like this. Like, they aren't really trained to handle it, so they probably aren't trained to talk to these witnesses and get their statements. Admittedly, I looked up, um, okay, so 
For my portion, I was okay. looking into today um, any corruption in the New Jersey Transit Police. And yes, there's there's a good amount, but it's not really any more than any other kind of police. But really well, yeah. what you saw them getting in trouble for was like um, not properly investigating like bus muggings or they were really assertive or aggressive with a unhomed person. Like mm-hmm. they're not really dealing with deaths and like crazy yes. stuff. Yeah. Agreed. So, I mean, I'll get into like death by rails called rail fatality. It's not that much, even nationwide. It's not enough that you would just be ready to go know the procedure. So I'm going to get mad at them, but also. Hashtag it's not typical. It's not typical. Mm -hmm. No, no, not at all. But you might want to investigate, you know, Mm -hmm. just a little bit. Just saying. The Atlanta County Medical Examiner, Louise Hausman, who was um, called to the scene, believes the student engineer was in shock, which seems credible, like we mentioned, due to his hazy account of events. He appeared to be rambling as he told officers what he saw. And again, as to be expected, the train literally just hit a person, so I don't think I would be cool, calm, and collected in that situation. And I think I've already told you guys this story, too. Like, I was in a train that hit, like, a car. What? There what? Was... No. No, did I not tell you that? Why oh. are you always calm, cool, and collected? No, I have never heard but that. Do you remember the time where I was in a train and hit someone? Like, Okay, but it didn't hit someone. It hit okay. a vehicle. There was no one okay. in the, there was Still, no one the, in the vehicle. Aaron. But legit, it was, like, crazy. Because I think it said in, like, the reports that there, I mean, there were people in the trains. So there were, like, 60 people. So like, you're on in... this train. Um. So I, I mentioned this story. But, yes, in my personal story, I'm on a train. This is literally, like... Um, what was it like 2019 when we all like were going out for New Year's Eve? We all got together and then the world exploded and COVID hit. Yeah. So it was it was a harbinger harbinger of of things to come. Oh my god! But I was Shit coming back from Chicago with my family, and like a four hour train ride turned into a thirteen hour train ride. Yeah. Because we left, and we were up near the front anyway. So. I don't even know. I think what hit me was the smell. Like in Sarah's words, <gasps> I smelled heat. So and like <laughs> yes. you could feel it. You could feel it too. Cause it was just like you could tell we were stopping. And I was like, what the heck just happened? And everyone you was kind of being feel like a boom, like nothing. I don't think they can do that. No. It was I mean, it was so it was crazy. It was just like you could hear, like you could just felt yourself like like coming to a stop, and then you just smelt like it was hot. It was really what hot. You could smell the heat. And then we were told to move in the back. And I was like, what the hell just happened? And then it was also insane how just like quiet we were. So we finally got word that we hit a car. And so we were like, oh, shit. Because we were like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh was there anyone in there? Oh, what the heck? So like everyone's like a pin could drop, basically. And then we finally heard that a car had, I guess, stalled and the people had just abandoned it. And Good call. I mean, at that point, I mean, like, <laughs> what do you... Like the train's coming, you can't really. That's my stop. Literal biggest fear. There's literally a sign of the train station. Oh gosh, I wish I had a picture of it. It's like every like three hours a train hits a car. Mm-hmm. What? A, and my train hit a car, so I'm a statistic. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's my no really not like 100 hits and kills. Right, right, right. No, but no, it's the no, car. hits a car. Yeah. So thankfully, it could have been a way more terrible ride. Um, but yes, it puts. Yeah, that happens that more puts often my than train you think. Ride experience into absolute nothingness. Oh no, and it was terrible. And we then had the to train evacuate had to... mine. Yours is <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, the train because we weren't even that far out, so we had to go all the way back to Chicago, and then we had to get <gasps> on a different train and go back to St. Louis. So I had to like 
two hours of sleep. By I that remember point. this. Yeah. Oh my god. I do remember you saying that because I was like, "You good?" <laughs> You're like, "So yeah, great." Haven't slept. All but day. I'm assuming <laughs> it was kind of similar protocol, like the you mm-hmm. know whoever's on the train, the engineers, the workers have to be questioned about like what happened, what went on, like yeah, it's late. Like it was a late night, so mm-hmm. I don't. I, we uh, and with the cleanup and everything, we were there for hours before we even went back to Chicago. Holy so shit. I can only imagine the ordeal of it actually being an uh, you know a person. I'm surprised that you had to dead. go back all the way to Chicago after waiting for the cleanup. Because well, we had to like get rid of the part of the whatever we had to like Whoa. take off part of the train or whatever it was that they did. So oh yeah, it just didn't make yeah. They were like, this train isn't going to make it all the way to St. Louis. I was Holy like, really? Shit. So that's why I don't know if I really want to go on a train again because my car just seems better. <laughs> I mean, but anyways, yeah. When you put it like bad. that, sorry, I interjected with my personal no, story, please. but <laughs> great that interjection, was very important. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I can only imagine the craziness of the whole situation and the whole ordeal. Anyways, Hausman uh, isn't sure whether the engineer's statement is credible, and again, it changed so many times that. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. And who knows if he actually saw what he thinks he saw. Right. Instead, she thinks, and this was in the episode, and it's a terrible description, um, but I'll just repeat it, that uh, she thinks, like, he might have just seen, like, Tiffany's dismembered limbs flying from the point of impact. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe that's what he saw. Like, she didn't actually jump... I mean, your brain tries to make sense of it. Exactly. Yeah. And like it you see one little fast. Exactly. You see like one little piece in your, yeah, like you said, your brain tries to make sense of it. So that's what she thinks he might have seen. I don't know. I was like this close to Googling like what happens when a train hits a person. And then I thought yeah. an FBI agent would be on my doorstep. So I did. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I did Google it. Not a lot of detail. Okay. I can't. Thank you for no. taking that hit for me. No, you're welcome. <laughs> Not a lot of detail. I did it on Clay's iPad. So <laughs> his Google account to take that hit. <laughs> Shared Wi-Fi, but it's all good. <laughs> yes. That's not my iPad. No. My my research this weekend has made us very questionable. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm definitely on a list, and that's fine. <laughs> if they can spell Van Claveren, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And something else, okay, that we have been texting about, too, just kind of briefly, you know, talking before we um, recorded this episode, was... Um, Something that Hausman questioned. So she questioned whether Tiffany was alive at the time of her death. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. she wondered whether Tiffany might have been, um, excuse me, not even alive, but like if maybe she had been murdered and then her body had been dumped on the tracks. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd have to either go back to the episode. I don't know if I can find this photo, but there's a photo taken of a specific part of the tracks that was just covered in this pool of blood. Um, and this was determined to be the exact point where the train came into contact with Tiffany. So was this because this was where the train that struck her and it just caused this large pool of blood? Or could it have been because she had been laid down there after her death? Like, could that be a possibility? Yes. And lots of sites, I will say, refer to it as dark liquid rather than blood. Oh, okay. Like... yeah, so that's a whole other thing. When I, I, whenever I saw the pictures, it was very dark. But also, blood turns like brown when it's been sitting out. So yeah, I or saw even, no pictures. Oh, it was it was on <laughs> it was on the episode. But I wonder too quick. if it was very quick. 
It was very quick. Could it have been the camera setting? Could it have been yep. like... Yep. Good point. I think, yeah. It there was, could be... I liked the reference of Dark Liquid, but it was a lot. Like, even in the picture, like, I remember thinking, like, how did someone miss this and not do more about it? Yeah. I Yeah. Can we actually just get into what they missed? Because there's also a huge weapon in the room we need to talk about. You, I don't mention that, so oh, go well, for it. I'll say, wait, I got it. <clears throat> go ahead. Well, I'm going <laughs> to ask you again. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, in case you aren't, don't have big old ass ears and can't hear Sarah very well. I think she gave it away. Well, I did I, not. Let me find my note. I most certainly <laughs> did not. I got a handle on this. Oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it is a Monday. It's been a doozy of a Monday, okay? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to find where it is. Oh, I'm glad I kicked it to you because you have more detail than I do. You don't know shit. I don't. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Hold on. I, I So I started my notes very... Sarah, let me ask you about this. <laughs> so, again, we'll have all of our sources in the show notes. I found a lot of my information from one one particular website. Um, but I have a note that says, An axe was found, ladies and gentlemen. On ScreenRant.com and other sites, it's not the only one, they state, quote, An axe that was covered with red markings was found near the site where Tiffany's body was found. Somehow, the axe, went missing while in storage before it could be tested to see if it was connected to the crime, much less Tiffany's death. I'm sorry. What? Order in the court. You lose an axe? What the fuck? Yeah. Yes, ma'am? Yeah, it's 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 an axe hatchet. It's got a bright yeah. orange handle. Like... You 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 lost a, a a weapon near the site of the bot. Why is there an axe anywhere near there anyway? I know people are not probably going to the train tracks to clean up after themselves. Let's say the axe is not even remotely related. You gotta admit it's pretty suspicious. Maybe we should just like check it out in case. Also, again, the whole. I'm sure we will bring it up again and again. This case happened in 2015. This isn't yeah. the 90s. This isn't the 80s. Shit's DNA's there. Yeah. CODIS is there. Like, yeah. And going back to that discovery too, which I did find interesting, but I don't know if this was just like, they didn't have better wording for it. But like in the like medical examiner's report, it mentions how Tiffany's limbs were like, quote unquote, Mm. cut off. Oh my God, Aaron, that's a big one. Yes. Yeah. So Mm. that's what had like, you know, a lot of supporters of the family's like eyes really on it and like, you know, just red flags popping up. Like, why would you write that? But again, in my head, I'm like, I don't know what else I would. I don't know how I would write that. Remove? Dismembered? Here's the thing. Eh. Torn? 
It I don't. D- again, we as three women who maybe didn't want to know the nitty too nitty gritty of what happens when you're you're you get hit by a train. I will say it. It was brought up by the investigator on Netflix. Like they commented on the documentary and on many sites that it was two, almost two separate facts. Like they talked about these. Like they didn't talk about the axe in the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. So they talk about, but they do talk about her legs looking like they were cut away from her body. And yes, cut was written on like the medical examiner. Like you have like your written report and then you have like a drawing of the body, right? It was written on both. Mm-hmm. It's That is a very strong word choice for it to not be something separate from the train. In my opinion. I just want to put it on air that I love you and hate you because I was firmly in one camp when I started researching this. Uh-huh. Like when you picked this up, so I was like, oh, heck yeah. It can uh-huh. be so easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, now you're in another And camp. then I started leaning towards a different camp. And then I found the medical examiner's notes and like and the other were, autopsy stuff and was like, son of a... Your eyes rolled back in your head and you were like, this is it. I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why yeah. I was texting you guys like, um... <laughs> yeah. This I think my... Yeah. My information may have been different yesterday than it is today. Because oh! I found that by, like, the grace of whatever above. Yeah. yeah. And then was like, fuck her, yeah. no. It's definitely not good. I still feel like I lean towards one way. But Ooh, I can't wait that. to hear what everyone's opinions are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. There's too mm. much. Too much. Uh, so, yeah, I, we can agree they botched it. Okay, definitely. we can agree The there. investigation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Definitely. Good. Um. Private Detective Jim Brennan Stoll and the Valentes family advocate Stephen M. Rosenfeld um, also believe evidence points towards murder rather than suicide. According to Rosenfeld, transit police officers, like I mentioned, they aren't your typical homicide detectives. Um, They didn't really question Tiffany's death or consider it to be a homicide. They didn't talk to the family. Is that light supposed to go out? Yeah, it's my grill light. Fantastic. It's Thank on a timer. You. I was just like, huh, interesting. <sighs> Sorry, that was kind of scary. Okay, you saw that. Okay. Like, well, I was Sorry. like wiggling that, and then I was like, why did it get dark over there? <laughs> oh, I just kind of froze. Listeners, the light just turned off randomly. Yeah, Sorry. So it's fine. I have a timer on my lights, the plants in the back. It's or is it the spirits? In here. Stop. The spirits. More like the spirits that are in your wine, Aaron. <laughs> Wait, that's not a really spirit. Pushed. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. Spirits are like vodka and whiskey. I'm feeling pretty spirited. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. People were also allowed to walk around, like, the area, so the scene wasn't properly secured. Uh, <laughs> the only, I guess, decent thing they did do was a toxicology test, um, which determined no drugs or alcohol were in Tiffany's system at the time of her Literally death. zero. Yeah. Negative, yep. negative 100. Yep. Yeah. Said every, but nothing was in her system. No. Um, and again, I already mentioned the medical examiner's report, the choice of words, either wasn't the best or just kind of raised, you know, some eyebrows, raised some questions. Um, some other weird things. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, Sarah, that were mentioned in the investigation report was the fact that, um, okay, so you didn't mention this, but I'll get to it. Um, Tiffany wasn't wearing shoes at the time of her death. However, 
in the deer camera photo, she had been wearing shoes, which I don't know if you guys went down Bruh. Reddit, but this was apparently like a really big debate on whether or not this girl was wearing shoes Bruh. in the deer camera picture. Oh my God. I, okay. She doesn't look like she's wearing fucking shoes. But she is though. But she like, is. She is. I think she, they're just so you, flat. I mean, have you ever seen, have you ever worn or seen someone wearing snooks? Snooks? That's what they're called. Oh, oh I thought shoes. they were like, hey dude. They're similar, aren't they? I think. I think. They're, they're like, they're basically like a, like a, literally like a, like a drug rug of a boat shoe. That's the version of a snook, of a snook, in my opinion. I don't know how to say I think it's sunook. Sorry. But I know. Is there like a, a thin canvas slip-on shoe? Can- yeah. Yes. Like like a Tom. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and, and again, light colored. It's a, it's a deer trail cam. Like it's in, it's in night vision. So it's not like you're going to see colors. Yeah. No, no she's exactly. wearing fucking shoes. Like, but on Reddit, people were oh so adamant God. that she was not wearing shoes she's the not whole wearing shoes time. There, but, oh my I was God. just like, "What? Why are <laughs> this?" Reminds, this is the argument. Yeah, also, of all the things you want to argue, you yes. want to. Is this not like the um, the blue and black striped dress thing? Mm-hmm. Oh God, <laughs> we're going back to that. R.I.P. Whoa, take me back <laughs> for anyone under the age of thirty. Um, <laughs> that was an internet sensation. The when blue we and were gold. In college. Oh. It was both. Yeah, it was white and gold, blue and black. Depending blue. on how bright your screen was, yes. Stupid. It was a dress color. It was a whole thing. It, it like, had to be there. Whatever. Hey, yeah. We got into big de- debates about it. Oh so. my god. We included it in our Greek week skit. We, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I played a blonde Barbie and switched dress. I was like, what color is it? We're showing our age. <laughs> <laughs> Four score and ten years ago. Oh my god, kill me. <laughs> so Besides that hot debate on the shoes, uh, so she wasn't wearing them at the time of her death. They know that for a fact. And the report also noted that Tiffany was found wearing only like her underwear or was not fully clothed either. undies and sports bra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like where the heck are her clothes? Like shoes shoes or not, bro. Like what? Yeah. She's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. The shoes to me aren't the biggest deal. No. No. Well, they kind of do become the biggest deal. In a, okay, yeah. We get there. We gonna we'll get, get there. there. Yeah. But, but she, yeah. She a little bit almost naked. Yes. Yes. Robert and Michael later go to the tracks, um, and they go several times in the hopes of finding some of Tis, uh, Tiffany's missing belongings. In the episode, they literally talk about like picking up pieces of Tiffany's skull, oh her jawbone, God. and teeth. Mm-hmm. They were, like, dumbfounded by the mess that had been left behind in the tracks. Again, I can only imagine how much mess would be left behind after a train hits you, so I don't know what all can be done anyway. But I owe more than what they did. More, because, yes, more than well, what they did. Regardless of how it happened. I know. They the should have. It's her family that is searching for this stuff. Yeah, yeah. which like, is like, all terrible, yes. I, I, I th- like, I literally wrote out my note, and then I was like, wait, because I was watching it. Yeah, we all watched the Netflix thing. And I'm sitting there and I was like, wait, who is that guy? I think that's her. That's her family. Like, what the fuck? Because he's talking like an investigator almost. And I literally had to like rewind it and be like, I'm sorry, what? It's her fucking family that is, one, having to do this search Mm -hmm. at all. And two, skip forward if you would like, literally finding pieces of her skull with her fucking hair still attached Mm -hmm. in her skin. Like, what? You can see... I'm trying the best way to the, say it, but there's obviously something is wrong because the distrust is immediately yes. there. 
I can't say that I blame them. They just yeah. let the scene stay like that. Yeah. When you're supposed agreed. to treat everything like a crime scene until you know for a fact it was yes. a suicide. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And then they even mentioned that they found like a like bloody rubber gloves at the scene that I guess have been left behind. Um, so it's all terrible. They did successfully find um one of Tiffany's bracelets. But they didn't see her shoes, her clothes, or headband, um, no matter how many times they walked the tracks. Yeah. Diane mentioned in the episode that she um, personally would walk down Tilton Road several times after her daughter's death. And during a walk on August 3rd, 2015, she finds Tiffany's shoes, along with her white headband, in some brush near the trees about 1.75 miles from where her body was struck by the train. So, and I believe we have... A picture of a map so we will post mm-hmm. a map but hopefully we'll give you a better kind of visual yes that's a, this uh, is a big prominent piece of the case so they like even mark this like where her yes. shoes were found because it's not like she made a straight beeline for the tracks no. it's like she went somewhere dropped her shoes off and then went towards the tracks. also so, again though 1.75 miles yes also um, it shows you some like so many things don't actually And, like, I know it's never going to fit, like, perfectly in a puzzle, but if you look at the route they think she took and where her shoes are, that does not make any sense. She, like, went halfway up a road, kicked her shoes off, walked another mile back down the road, took a V, went around. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense. Nope. Mm -hmm. This uh, led the Valentes and other supporters to believe someone had dumped those items there. That or... Tiffany just went out of her way to dump her shoes and then walked towards the tracks, which means she walked in total about four like miles that evening. So that's a that's a distance. Yeah. And she didn't just drop her shoes, right? You said it was her shoes or headband. Was it her shorts too? Just shoes and headband. Okay. At least in the episode, it just said shoes and headband. So I found like one shoe, then the other, and then her shorts the headband. have never been found. That's right. Thank you. Her shirts, shorts have shorts not been Shorts and shirt, right? No, her shirt was... Oh, this is where I'll touch on it in a little okay. bit. But yeah, her shirt was, but her shorts were are the only thing that have never been found. Um, the New Jersey Transit Police were contacted about the discovery and took the shoes, but the Valentes never heard more from them. Garbage. Yeah. The family did take matters into their own hands and paid someone to do DNA testing on their daughter's clothing. According to Hausman, though, the chain of custody was broken, and this is when evidence is suppressed or inadmissible for one reason or another, and we later come to find that the evidence is inadmissible uh, because, according to the U.S. Sun, Tiffany's shirt, for example, so it was found somewhere, um, it hadn't been stored properly and mold had grown on it, mm-hmm. so they were no longer able to use her shirt uh, use her shirt for testing. Also, someone had royally screwed up and, I guess, either questioned whether the blood or DNA they had uh, collected from the scene actually came from Tiffany, from the victim. So they had to, like, test Diane and Steven to make sure that the DNA was, in fact, Tiffany's. It's a whole thing. Like, whatever, her blood card, the whole, I don't know. It's insane. It just seems like they're stumbling through and no one read the directions. Like, how do you have this many misses at this, at these big moments in the case like it's not like oh a fire happened and all evidence was burned to a crisp that sucks and that happens and it's a terrible thing they fucked up here they fucked up here they fucked up six months down the road like it's just like Mm -hmm. how 
And like, I know it was in like the New Jersey Transit Police Department's like jurisdiction or whatever, but I would have gladly passed that on to a different police department. Well, okay. If I might quote from a political article I found really quick about the New Jersey Transit Police. Yeah. They said, um, someone had worked there, they left, they were being interviewed, and they described their work environment as toxic, saying, quote, the agency had wild mismanagement due to ignorance, arrogance, hypocrisy, incompetence, cover-up, and corruption. Holy shit. Basically, there was um, a group of people there, and you could get hired. It was like a boys' club. Like, oh, I know uh, this person. You can get boy. hired. Yeah. They kept saying a patronage. So maybe if you paid in as well. I don't know. But hmm. it did not seem like all the hires there were based on skill. Nice. Which makes sense, and we can see it in a really big way. Another thing that has come into question are the postmortem pictures of Tiffany. She. Feet in particular. Yes. What? So what? Feet in particular. Particular. Uh, Let me get up on my high horse with this motherfucker. Let's go, Aaron. Lay out the facts. Okay, well, maybe this is good then. So what do you think of the picture? Have you seen the... Where is... Where are you guys finding? (laughs) We watched the documentary very intently. I did, but I think my head was down or something. Because I miss I mean, all these granted, pictures. No, the pictures do go fucking Oh, quick. my God. So fast. So fast. And, like, I was literally, like, eyes open. Like, I'm not missing this again. You might Here have Here I am getting Clave on a list when all I had to do was hit pause. No one tell him. <laughs> Marriage is about honesty, but not on this. Okay. Re- hear me out. I really looked at her feet. Like, not to be weird. I fucking looked. Because here's the thing. I'll get into I'll get into some some of my thoughts at the end. I have one one thing in my brain that makes me think a bunch of different stuff. Okay. But the big key is their their argument for this foot situation, right? Is that her feet, her shoes were found so far away from the train tracks regardless of path that they think she took, regardless of whatever, mm-hmm. that her feet have no cuts, no nothing, no anything. Her feet look wet as fuck. They look pruny. And I don't know if that's just me, like, reading into it too much. They have, they are dirty, but not, like, they look washed. That, that may be, um, is that like a... Like they, like you think they did it in the, in the, in the examination? I think that may be like a post-death process of your well, body. Well, there's, that's part of it, right? Okay. But there's still, like, leaves and, like, little bits on her feet. Regardless, there is no abrasions. There is no anything. Yeah. And the only thing that I heard on both the interwebs and the documentary is that a man, I think it was her uncle, was walking the tracks in his work boots. And he said, and even I can't keep my balance. So I can't imagine doing this barefoot and not like slipping and sliding and like getting cuts and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Aaron? I, what do you think? Well, the only thing I was mentioning was how, like, and again, it just depends on how things were presented to the parents. Because, like, Diane in the episode is like, her feet were clean. And I'm like, well, no, they weren't. They weren't clean. No, they weren't clean. That, that She uses those words. So yes. Great yes. assault. Yes. Grain assault. I, I get that. But I don't know. Like, even in the episode. <laughs> and again, it's, you know... They have an actor that's playing Tiffany or whatever. Yeah. But they have the actor, like, kind of walking along, like, the metal part of the train tracks. And I'm like, in all honesty, I guess you could just balance on that part and not get your feet 
it's the it's the lead up to that though so like it's the fact that we don't know her exact path from quote unquote where her shoes were dropped if that's where they were dropped before death to there's a lot of woods it does look like she like walked next to a creek or a something in my opinion like there's well you know what we'll post a graphic content warning and we'll we'll post the pictures i'm trying to find this picture yeah you're good I'll rewind Netflix if I have to and take a screenshot, but it's definitely, they don't look beat up, but they're not clean. They have leaves on them and they look wet, like pruny. And again, that could 100% be a post-mortem body yeah. decomp situation, but yeah. it Oh, definitely raises questions. It's almost like, what were you expecting? Her to have, like, lacerations on her feet? Yeah, I agree, too. I'm like, what? Like, it- Okay, have someone walk that path barefoot, and what do their feet look like? That's kind of, like, where my mind went. Yeah, like, you either test it out that way. The attorney, because- the attorney did. Barefoot? Yes. The whole way? I don't know about the whole way, but at least on the train tracks. And her, the person he got to do it, their feet was cut up. Granted, yeah, she may have walked on the track. She was a high school, very athletic, probably pretty well-balanced person. I mean, she's playing volleyball. Think of, like, the leg muscles, whatever. It's possible she could have walked most of it on the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time. It's the woods prior to to getting to the tracks. That's what gets me. Yeah, yeah. Like, the actual tracks? Fuck. I mean, I'm not a very coordinated bitch, but I'll try to keep my balance. And what (laughs) do you do? You take one little step onto a rock or a piece of wood on the track? Like, I don't necessarily think I'm going to get a cut. They were very very distinct in the documentary of saying, like, that's just splinters, like, waiting to happen or however they phrase it. It's like, well, I mean, (laughs) just because she doesn't have a giant, like, piece of wood sticking out of her foot doesn't mean that she, like, didn't walk it. Yeah. Because to my understanding, it's either if she would have walked it, how they think she would have walked it, she would have just turned around or gave up in her walk. Or she found a way to get there without getting all cut up or someone else drove her and, you know, led her there. Ah, Theory, theory, theory. I know. Too many theories. (laughs) The Valentes, however, have their own theory. They believe their daughter voluntarily entered someone's vehicle, someone who she knew and was familiar with. This person then, like, took her phone and tossed it out of the vehicle. In, so in the deer camera picture, this was, like, briefly mentioned, so I'll just mention it here. I don't think it has anything to do with anything. Um, But in the, like, right-hand corner, Mm -hmm. there are pictures of, like, headlights. Mm -hmm. But again... There's in a the party. photo, I like, got so many problems with this. Oh, oh really? I'm, I'm heated. Oh, yeah. okay. Because in my head, it just has to do more with the party than anything. Because she's what even I like looking. Oh, like she's not even looking in the direction she's of the car. She's not looking in the direction of the this quote unquote oh. car. Oh, okay, got it. So you got a problem yeah. with the whole. Like, I got a whole something. problem okay. with the fucking thing. Also, they say, oh yeah, there's headlights, and then they bear they pan, 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 and then there's two little lights. That like could be it, a fucking reflection. Like I just. Or it's just driving up the road at that yeah. particular time. Yeah, I was just like, all right, like, and maybe that's why it was just very briefly mentioned. Um, I don't I, even if it. I don't think this. If someone, if she did get in someone's car, it wasn't sophisticated enough for them to know not not where the deer cam stopped and started. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's 
Like, her head is turned the other way. Wouldn't that also tell you, let's say, let's play this out, she got in someone's car. That's someone that you know, and that was probably at that party. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Uh-uh. You could do some release work. Family. Yep, yeah. yep. Family, friends. Talk mm-hmm. to the last mm-hmm. people who saw her. Yep. Yeah. Talk to her. Mm-hmm. The Valentes set up their own tip line, offering $20,000 for any information that could lead to an arrest and conviction in their daughter's death. According to private investigator Chuck Atkinson, a convenience store manager contacted the tip line, stating he overheard three teenage employees discussing Tiffany's death. One of the workers had been at Tiffany's cousin's graduation party that night he claimed to have seen tiffany at the party where she had been having an argument with someone before leaving the manager overheard the employee saying that two females and a male had allegedly picked tiffany up that night and drove her to the train tracks where they held her by gunpoint and forced her onto the tracks Uh, these three employees were brought in for interviews but all three of them denied having said that tiffany had been murdered so it's I'm sure it's a little bit longer than what I'm making it out to be, but that's, yeah. So this conversation is overheard. They get questioned. They're like, no, we didn't talk about it. No, literally. Like I I took notes on it. It was, uh, just seems like teenage hearsay. Like, well, I heard this happened. Yeah. And like, even if they did talk about like, they, like one of the comments they did say like they, whoever this rumor was, they said they stripped her down and held a gun to her. That's pretty specific. Like, I know... That is... Like, I, I know that's probably, like, maybe in the news at this point, but, like, mm, And the biggest thing is all three states... Like, they didn't They didn't even say, like, oh, like, no, they misunderstood, blah, blah, blah. They said, we've never said that. They literally just, like, claimed that none of this gas station situation has ever happened. Like, this person is lying. Has anyone checked out the gas station person? They probably said. Not. They said... He said, I'm sticking by it. Yeah. Then they were just dropped. Oh, I more so meant like, what's your background, sir? Mm -hmm. Yeah, correct. And there was another one. And again, maybe it was just a site I looked at. But another one said that like either one of the employees or all like whatever. It was overheard that it was the girl whose credit card had been taken was the one who was part of it. I've read that somewhere. To be fair, she had the most obvious motive and she was angry right before the scene of a crime. Angry enough to do that? <laughs> like, I mean, eighty dollars is eighty dollars, but yeah, I don't know. So, it's odd that you would get that mad and include their parent. Yes. Um, like, well, I feel like if she had a murder on the brain, then she wouldn't have told her mom. Yeah. Like, kind of. That's my two cents. But no, I agree. Because also, you have to think. I see calling someone's mom is more of a. I'm desperate. Yes. Which tells me, like, has this behavior been going on? For a while? Oh, I have oh, a comment on that. Okay. Yeah. I have one little last, you know, little couple sentences to add, and then you can dive into what I missed. Oh. So, yes. Okay. Yes. Because I think I'd read something, too, on that as well. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but basically, I mean, that was really the only, like, lead, decent lead that they had um, in Tiffany's case. Her death is still officially ruled as suicide. Recently, Diane spoke with the New Jersey Transit Board of Directors about how her daughter's case was handled, stating, quote, more than seven years after Tiffany's death, we are more convinced than ever that investigators, including members of your police department, were wrong, that they rushed to close her case as a trespasser suicide, and we want to know why, end quote. 
Mm. I think that's valid in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, There is an online petition that um, nearly 10,000 people have signed in the hopes that Tiffany's case will be reopened and re-examined. So um, if I'm able to find that, I would be happy to kind of add that to our show notes. Hell yeah. Um, But yes, so Morgan, take it away. You have some, some things to add. It's more like, I know we just learned a lot, listeners and ladies, so it's, I would like to just kind of uh, almost have like a rebuttal of the summation of yeah. what Aaron just talked about, yeah. right? But you also, like, you do have to think that you're, like, in these documentaries and in things like this, even in any documentary, you only get a piece of the story. You're getting what this person is wanting to tell you versus necessarily every single thing. So I think talking about everything we know that we have found isn't. Yeah. Yes, because also the documentary was very narrated by her parents. Like it seemed like they had most and of the creative drive in that. Yes, which may have been how they got them to participate, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I mean, if some, you uh, interesting things missing. Yes, and if you watch the episode, which whether you listen to this first or you watch it first and then listen to this, you will definitely understand um, after watching. But yes, Morgan. What yeah. did you find? What you got? So, what I did was I kind of looked more into, like, what was covered on Netflix, what may they have missed. You know, we've kind of mentioned the axe previously, this potential reddish, bloodish liquid in mass quantities that they found on the tracks that they didn't test, all this stuff, right? I kind of just wrote down a lot of tidbits, and I feel like you can kind of take all of the tidbits and they can kind of like file like file into oh that kind of leans towards this 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 or this for the possibility of what happened to her in my opinion and from many others online it seems that the main like three theories are she committed suicide she was killed prior to being on the tracks or was killed like on the tracks mm-hmm. and the train mm-hmm. came yeah okay those seem to be the three big ones. Fourth being included in that, like, the suicide was part of the train. Like, yeah, there's a lot of different paths in timing-wise you could go down. So, as Aaron mentioned, some facts that I did find. Clean toxicology report. I feel like that is important. Oh, yeah. Can she you imagine how much harder they'd have to fight as parents if she had any booze in oh, her system? Oh, my God. Exactly. And, like, the fact that, like, she was at a family event and still had clean toxicology, like, shows a lot. I'm impressed. Sh- shows a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Big other fact, cremated very shortly after all of this happened. So it's almost like once we got that clean toxicology report and that one medical examiner report, that was it. Mm-hmm. Not great. Do you yeah. know what I found her- weird? Yeah. What's her up? Her parents never saw her. Postmortem? Well, yes. That's not... Mm. I look... Okay, from what I read, Tell they me. had not because it's... The uncle identified the body. Yeah. Parents had her cremated. Yeah. Um, They didn't get the report from the autopsy until after she was cremated. They had to, like, sue for it. Yes. So, so I found, like, a quote of Diane's that yeah. said... Um, so she basically said it was the worst decision of her life to cremate her daughter because she assumed... The investigators did what they were supposed to do. Yes. And I get I mean, that makes sense if she didn't get the report until after the fact. Like. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. There's so many thoughts running through your mind in that time. Like, yeah. How and would who, you know? I mean, again, it's the 
New Jersey Transit Police and they weren't talking to him. So, like, they didn't know, like, protocol or maybe what they could even do, like, what their rights were. Well, I just found that so strange because in the autopsy, the um, the medical examiner keeps talking about how her torso is that of a 5'6 woman. Like, she wasn't – her torso didn't seem to be that of someone who was as tall as Tiffany. Like, she's almost – she's taller than me. Yeah. Which, like – But this led me down a weird fifth option of, like, is it just really bad coincidence? Yeah. I think – that's not possible, but still. I was like, that's really eerie that I never... But also, that'd be hard to have that be a last thing in your brain of your I, kid. I I think it's weird that regardless of a parent hoping that the medical examiner would do their job, that if it happened in such a tragic way, I never would have proceeded with the cremation or the burial without knowing. Like, it, yeah. is, it is odd to me. Yeah. Do you think it was also maybe like the uncle being like, you don't yes. want to mm. see this? Like maybe like trying to like stop him before. Like, like hey, you don't, you that don't, could be you their don't have last, another option. Like that's what they always remember at mm-hmm. that point. Like keep your memories. Like do, that's I will be the one. Say. Yeah. I will be the one to look at it. You don't need to. Cause I've heard that story before. Same it's hard to say what you would do and like everyone's different. I just yeah. know personally, like, I would have to see it to be like, this is yeah. for sure because I would want to hold on hope at all costs because they do need DNA tests. I don't think so. Do they know it's Tiffany? They just positive, say it positive is. Positive de- body identification. Yeah. And the uncle did. That led me down a weird rabbit hole when I couldn't sleep I, the other night. So I, I was like, oh man, wouldn't it really suck if there's like a decoy of some kind and Tiffany's actually in someone's basement and the uncle identified maybe it's the uncle. So anyone checked out the uncle. And then I got Clave on a list for sure. <laughs> well, folks. I'm surprised we don't hear any knocking. Wes adds like knocking, <laughs> like a noise to it. It would be cool if it was the men in black that show up though. Like, Here I'm wondering about you. Black. Oh. But regardless, I find that strange. It's very. That yes. was very weird. Yes. But. Thank you for that. Very yes. un-normal circumstances. So hard, hard to say. Very true. It's very traumatic as well. Yes. Um, some other quote-unquote facts that I found that were backed up either by Internet Sleuths and or her family, lots of different ways. Uh, she did recently break up with her girlfriend. Um, mom and friends state it was a mutual situation. So didn't seem that bad. They did show that mm-hmm. in the show as well. Um, there were phone records that she was seeing another girl, woman, potentially. Um, she had recently posted on her social media that she felt very content and was confused by that. That's on Netflix as well. But I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Like I, feeling really I, content right now, but don't understand why. I thought that was a really weird post. I, it, the, it was so like... One way or the other. You could, yeah, you could take it any way because it's like, shouldn't you, shouldn't you feel content, like, about your life? I found it weird, but then I also, have you guys ever looked back at your Facebook posts from high school? No, I get it. Oh my God, the memories? Oh my God. No, but like what you physically thought the world needed to know when you posted. You mean the song lyrics that I posted with no context? Absolutely. Yes. A thousand percent. But I feel like it could go either way. Like, either the parents are reading, like, too into it. Like, our daughter was super happy 100% of the time. And that wasn't a happy post. Or we're just looking at, some of us maybe looking at it in the opposite sense, and she was totally fine. Like, you don't know. Right. 
it's so vague. Yeah. It's just very vague. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's just vague enough where it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because it wasn't like she was like, I'm so happy. Smiley face, smiley face, heart. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. And I mean, who's to say that she didn't like normally post like that? The other thing too is like yeah. there was some, I think it was either on a site or on the show too. Like someone, or it was, it was on a website. Someone did comment and say, they thought that she was like struggling mentally. So it's like, okay, you have both sides of it where mm-hmm. it's like, maybe she was struggling mentally. And then that post of like feeling really content right now was like, cause she ended it with like, don't understand why or however mm-hmm. it was ended. And it's like, so you have like, you should, do you feel like you shouldn't be happy? Cause like mm-hmm. that, yeah, that would signify some other thoughts, you know? That's where my thoughts were going. So but. basically from there, I, I pretty much just laid out like, quote-unquote facts that I feel could be contributing to suicide and quote-unquote facts that I feel like could be contributing to a homicide. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, we'll stick with what could be contributing to a suicide first. Um, she did recently break up with her girlfriend. She recently had come out six months before her death. So that's a big deal. Um, big trial time in mm-hmm. your life. Um not to mention, like, she did have, like, a lot going on with high school. Was, like, looking to go into school, get a scholarship, play volleyball. Lots of different pressures from lots of different angles that maybe certain people in her life didn't know about. Um, friends said she did seem like she could be depressed. Some sites mentioned potentially um, one to two times of self-harm. Um, that doesn't necessarily always mean that the person is suicidal. Um, but that did, you know, raise concern in, on a couple of sites. Um... The big thing in my eyes that could that I think could be mostly contributed to the suicide theory is from the fight from that night with her friends. Mm-hmm. Tiffany took their credit card, um, and <laughs> the crazy thing is, so Decider.com states that, quote, a few months earlier, Tiffany had been caught by her parents taking money from their bank account, end quote. Um, mm-hmm. and later in the article, it says, quote, Diane found out Tiffany was lying about using her friend's credit card when she was, saw Tiffany slip it into her back pocket and quote, Aaron, you mentioned that earlier. So seems like money is a potentially contributing factor in general, mm-hmm. let, yeah. al- let alone the details on it. Yeah. Um, really big one that Netflix just danced right on over and didn't talk about mm-hmm. was in 2014, CPS, so Child mm-hmm. Protective Services, had come to their home three times um, after a teacher had noticed bruising on Tiffany's arm. And, like, to also, like, put my two cents in this as an ex-volleyball player, um, like, you don't bruise from volleyball, like, in a way that, like, a teacher would notice. So, like, no, I like, you, take that, throw that out the window. Like, this is... this. You have to be very specific with that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yes. Yeah. Um, Diane did admit to causing them during an argument. So her mom yep. is physically abusive. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently there are rumors of the night of her death that she had sent a text stating, quote, just answer yes or no. Should I do it? End quote. Um, Which is w- so vague in itself I w- as well. I, and I said, I would like to add this caveat that that could literally be about anything. And I put could literally be about her using her friend's credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Answer me yes or no. Should I do it? Yeah. yeah. I will also like going back to that. I think one of the really weird things, and I don't, I, 
I'd never heard of this case. So whenever Morgan, you had brought this up, I was sorry. Yeah. yeah. An unsolved mystery. Yeah. Fuck you. Middle fingers up right now. But I never heard of this case. So one of the first things that's happening is whenever you realize like, oh, Tiffany's gone. And then the episode on Netflix is popping up with all these text messages from people like, like, come back, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like very interesting text messages that I feel like I I just feel like that's very interesting. You send those things to someone that you are very, 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 very worried about mm-hmm. in whatever state of mind you think they are in. I like I just got a weird vibe. I think I like replayed them because I was like, why are all of these text messages so like I ooh, I don't it just like, goes from zero to one hundred. So yeah. Yeah. So it's either yes, she has some tendencies that worry people, or her mom is super fucking dramatic. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because it's not even like a what hey, where are you? Either. Bitch, where'd you go? Like yeah. that's what I'd probably send to you guys. Like, yeah. where the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it was like, come back, like I, immediate I worry. Know. Immediate worry. Immediate. Because I just kept going back to she's 17 or 18. Yeah. Just yeah. gotten a huge blow up fight with her friends and her mom. Yeah. It does not seem that strange to me that she would like just go with a friend for a few hours, like, hey, come pick me up, or like, hey, meet yes. me here. Yeah. yeah. That also, once you said that, Aaron, it also started to strike me as very strange. Very weird. But it is crazy and- the, the time frame of it all. Yeah. Two hours. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't I don't know if you touched on this at all. I find it very maybe telling. I don't know if that's the right word. None of her friends interviewed mm-hmm. for the episode. And I feel like that's very I don't know. Like that's usually you have someone on there like I feel like this is very different from any Unsolved Mysteries episode I have watched, because usually there's like this like that's true very adamant like this person wouldn't have done this or you have some sort of idea of like who like oh we know who it is and they just can't name the person or whatever for whatever reasons like we have like none of that and then none of our friends said anything or were interviewed or were like allowed themselves to be interviewed that is that's really weird how they put that at the end they were like none of her friends or blah 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 yeah new jersey transit nor her friends um well, I get New Jersey. See, I get New Jersey Transit. I'm sure they. No, that one like, makes sense. No. They have a lawyer. It's like just that keep makes out. sense. The Friends one was really interesting to me, so I wanted I, to note on that. I did not write it down, but I did read it in an article that uh, the friend whose credit card was stolen. Um, there was a brief interaction with Diane and the friend, and diane went to the friend it was very hard to read very hard to understand like who they were referring to Mm -hmm. but it was saying like diane went to the friend's house and like talked plainly calmly to them about like hey like we're really like upset with what happened like we just trying to get details trying to like hey we're like we're still we're still your family blah, blah blah and then all of a sudden apparently the friend like tried to contact diane and her number had been blocked uh, came to the house to like talk oh. to them and her parents were like you need to fucking leave and like went off on her and like what? would not let her on their property wow so mm. i again don't know if that's so, rumor but it's, yeah. that's been said to have happened yeah and i also um just briefly got from an article too so if there's all this other stuff going on um i'm not sure when this happened but i guess tiffany's grandfather passed away mm-hmm. so she like started like smoking pot stealing money and skipping class so she was kind of going down this 
I don't know if I should even say this path, but she was doing all this other stuff along with it. So I don't know if that just exasperated it or what, but. I get into it. Um, we'll talk about the risk factors, but she was definitely displaying some risk factors okay. or some risky behaviors. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just unplugged my headphones. Sorry if you could hear that, everyone. <laughs> I was like, what was that cord? Um, Sarah, before you go into the risky behaviors, I have a couple points here to discuss how it could be foul play. Do you want to go first? Um, sure. Okay. If we're going to keep going down the potential um, suicide aspect, which I know is very difficult for anyone to Touchy. go through. Yeah. Yes. Also for her parents. We're it's doing be it hard. with the most respect that we can. We're just trying to just talk about all possible angles. I will say the thing that sucks is... If this was a suicide, and I'm saying this with an if because there's no way for us to know, mm-hmm. because the the police did not do a proper or any kind of investigation, really, mm-hmm. now these parents do not get to know. Yep. 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 So, like, hit the nail on the head, girl. I think that's what's making me so frustrated is, like, yes, we can, we're talking about it. It's The case is interesting, but at the same time, like, if they had just done maybe, like, a little bit of something – we could have a few answers and the parents could probably put this to rest. They could at least start to make peace with it. But now they have this shred of hope to cling on. Like our daughter wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they, it's not that they messed up, you know, one time they kept, they kept messing up at yeah. multiple Every points during this. That, that's the biggest, not the thing that's, none of it would be okay, but it's, mm-hmm. you messed up at point A, point B, point C, like all the way down. Are you going to talk about the DNA test they couldn't do? You maybe you maybe you should, and I think I can comment on it because I don't think I took notes, but I think I know what you're talking about. Sure. So they did have her shirt. Yeah. But they – is this the chain of custody one or – It's both. It's inadmissible because there was mold on it. Like mm-hmm. they didn't package it properly or seal it properly. No, there was one um, – yes, maybe it was her shirt they packaged in a plastic bag, which means um, water gets in and hangs onto be- it paper yes. yes which is why it's good when you're trying to get your seeds to start in the spring put them in a plastic bag because paper, it's not plastic <laughs> yes it holds in that moisture it needs mm-hmm. which is really good for your the seedling. opposite of what we want it's for not good for dna evidence no and then the, they had something else as well and i think they packaged it properly but then completely bungled the um it was her like the line of custody chain of custody yeah blood card or dna card i guess i got some of her blood or something but then it came into question whether it was actually hers or I don't know. Because they hadn't I kept track of anything. Like you're yeah. supposed to like, I, mean, they I didn't lost know a was fucking this... axe. So it's yeah. wild. Like I didn't know how serious it was to handle evidence and I'm glad it is, but like yeah. you have they... to meet like in a certain kind of location. There has to be yeah. signatures on stuff, which I think is cool. Like that's, that makes so much sense to me yeah. because mm-hmm. now they know should be. if your DNA is on it, we know who it is. We can test yeah. it, count it out. They have no way to know whose this is. Nope. So need you guys to do some do better please do better please just do better but if we do want to look at the the risk factors for suicide and that this could be a teen um yes doing that we can but like quick mm-hmm. um so some risk factors that are specifically for teens and specifically would come into play in this case are a recent or serious loss, 
which could include death of a family member, which would be the grandpa, okay. or um, breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. So she's on two for two. Um, someone struggling with their sexual orientation. Three for three. Oh. Teenagers who struggle with that are at a higher risk of suicide, which makes sense. You don't feel like yourself in your own skin. That sucks. No, you can't go to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how her maybe friends and family took it. Yeah. Yeah. Like her family seemed supportive, but were they really? We don't know. Yeah, that. I don't know. Because in the time, well, it seems like a very short amount of time where she came out and then had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Which is making me wonder, were they supportive at first or... You know, it's not fair to yeah. read in. They yeah. seem supportive. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do. Yeah. Um, sorry, Valantes. <laughs> um, a lack of social support, which, yes, those friends not commenting, that's a message. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of her, you know, quote, unquote, high school friends had said she felt like she never really fit in. And if you look at the fight she was having with her family, she probably didn't feel like she had social support there either. Mm-hmm. No. Um, substance abuse, which we know she had started smoking pot, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, or any kind of psychiatric disorders, which there's no way for us to know that. Right. Yeah. 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 And then some warning signs would be acting out behaviors. So stealing mm-hmm. credit cards, mm-hmm. the money, all the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Any kind of running away, which when we had talked originally, Aaron, my first thought was, has she run away before? That's why they're all texting her. Like, Hmm. Maybe. Um, Good point. Or they might become suddenly cheerful after being depressed for a long period of time, which could be that I'm very content and don't know why. Yeah. Basically, your mood changes. You have that energy, which sounds terrible. Something happens, which kind of pushes you over the edge again. Well, you're not in a good state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. No one can predict what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Majority of the time, it's all unexpected. No one sees it coming. Yes. Um, I do have something about the shoes. I don't know if that fits here or if you want to go into theories about that. Because if we're looking at suicide, taking the shoes off may not actually be that crazy of a move. It kind of would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I also forgot. Sorry. I have a, my big thing with the shoes. Okay. We'll just, we'll just go into it before okay. I... Before I say foul play, even though that I believe it's, yeah, it's one of my, one of my things for foul play. Sure. So I looked at this map (laughs) hard and was like, left and right sides of road, things like that, right? The other key thing is the mom who found the shoes so that it looked like they were kind of placed there. They were far apart, but like placed. Okay. There are literally brands of shoes that are designed that if you chuck them, that they land right side up. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Vans, I believe. Um, You throw, like if you throw a van, it boop, 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 and like it is designed to always land tongue up, like, like, like a normal shoe. Okay. I don't know if these are that. They're very flat. Regardless, here's my thing. Unless, this all seems very, if this is a crime, this seems very unplanned, very not well thought out, and just kind of like things were just kind of loop, 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 done, right? These shoes and this headband are on the side of the road that would be driving towards the train tracks. I feel that that is a huge fucking indicator for, I'm just going to, well, I know we'll all say it at the very end of where... I think she was killed before. That's my opinion. Truly. 
And I think they fucking chucked her shit on the way and then kept going. Because it wasn't on the other side of the road Mm -hmm. where they would be coming back to town. It was on that quote unquote right side of the road where you'd be walking towards the train or driving towards the tracks. Mm -hmm. Please feel a rebuttal, but that's... That's where I stand. It's a good point, but my counterpoint would be she was only gone for two hours. Most people cannot just murder someone. So either if she was murdered, it had to have been some kind of um, accident mm-hmm. or some kind, someone who was killed before and is probably going to kill again. But I didn't see anything about a serial killer. I didn't no. see like a string yeah. of people going That's missing. That's what I was wondering. I'm just saying it's it's not or, a lot of time for yeah. her to have been. No, you're 100 percent right. Or if we're Double going with that theory, opinion. did mm-hmm. they dump that stuff later on? Yeah. But I then mean, it would be on the right. You're rights. right. I mean, the mom didn't find it for what, two weeks? And she said she walked on this road all the time. I was thinking about that. And mm-hmm. I was I from where in the documentary and the visuals and everything they showed. How did you not it's see it? Ha- yeah. In a way, which again, I don't know. Like this you're is, out there this is looking. All t- hindsight 2020. Hindsight 2020, yes. Like you're out there looking for your daughter, looking for stuff, and then you happen to find it, what, two weeks later. So I could potentially see like if stuff is dumped later on, but I don't. That also wouldn't lend that person being a smart criminal, which, thank you, don't be a smart criminal, but. Well, yeah. Why would you <laughs> throw it in the same general location? So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, oh, like a true Gemini, I straddle the line of it could be homicide or suicide. I don't know which one I want to be more true. Both oh, suck. They're all different. They're equally bad. Oh, so, yeah. the shoes. Let's talk shoes. Let's talk turkey. Um, I have to make a joke because I feel weird. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's what I needed. Um. Her mom kept saying these shoes were brand new. The snooks. The, the sunooks. Sunooks. Sunooks are sun new, okay? Sun-nooks. Is it possible she used her friend's credit card to buy those shoes? Probably, bruh. Also, it's not super uncommon, especially in um, railway deaths for some reason, for people to take off layers of clothes before they do it. Really? There's, Interesting. Yes. Okay. There was a... Um, a study done in the UK because they had a weird, like a weird amount of um, people throwing themselves in front of the Ooh. metro trains. Oh, and by weird amount, I mean it was like 13. It's enough in a couple of years that it's you talk about because it spiked yeah. up. Wow! Each year, there are about 200 people that die by suicide within the rail system. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Damn. So let's say she's feeling guilty about the shoes. Or True. some people who don't actually go through with it, they will take it off and like be questioned later and explain they just want to leave yeah. less of a burden. And it did say in one of the articles I read that she did spend money on clothes. So I assume she had the clothes with her. Not this, I'm not saying it's on her, but... Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, be. whether they're new or not. I mean, it's... Yeah. The, other, the big thing is, and this is so dark, and this is just where my brain goes. I'm so sorry. Oh, mine was dark all the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when you... I remember when they showed us when they... I don't know if they did this at your school, but oof, they brought cars that had been in severe drunk driving accidents and literally yep. left them on our lawns at school. Really? Yes. You never had to do this? We no, but this. we had train safety. Oh, Jokes no. aside, this, this content oh, is right wow. on... 
Oh. Pacific, Missouri, nicknamed oh itself God. Train Town USA. Oh. Yeah, we had, we always had our car, like, they literally it's a whole left them on our thing. Like, oh, you no, you guys did the whole thing. We didn't do that. Oh, yeah. We didn't do the, we didn't do the play. Different, we baby. didn't do the play, baby. Oakville was dramatized. Like, it was right before, like, prom, right before, like, a big dance. And it was, like, a drunk driving, like, skit. Everyone so put, like, was in it. Like, like from the show Awkward? No. I mean, I have no idea. I've never watched oh, the show. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like. I think so. It's been a while, but yes. I thought that was fake. No, no they didn't. Oh, no. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about, Sarah. Yes, but more, less theatrical, more like, oh very God, dramatized through this in like class. Crazy. No, and then we would, yeah, yeah like, like some, some of the drama, drama kids were in it and they'd be all like bloodied and like there were actual like cops and whatever and EMTs running through it with us to like show us like, hey, if we're going to drink and drive, this is what could happen. And then we would even have like, like in certain classes or assemblies, we would have like stuff and then so, like some of the stuff they showed was like stuff that had happened to people in the town so some like kids didn't like could not watch it because it happened to their family it was fucking crazy so they would show yeah so it was all insane so we had all of that to traumatize us for uh life which was probably for a good thing because we had a seminar that said don't wear your headphones on the train tracks <laughs> Because in my high school years, I think three people died on our train tracks. Oh they're like, God. this oh is a ridiculously God. high amount. My mom, uh, I think her, I think my mom's like high school boyfriend got hit by a train on his motorcycle. Isn't that crazy? Uh, no, I, what I was referring Abandoned to. Abandon the motorcycle. It's not <laughs> worth it. Was going Anyways, to, yes. Was going back to okay. the shoe situation. Yes. With the con- <laughs> Enough of our Woo! Trauma. Good God. Oh, yeah. We took <laughs> a turn. That was a lot of trauma we just went through in, in two did. minutes. <laughs> Anyone still listening? <laughs> Anyone? Bueller. Um, I told you you'd be crying at the end of this. <laughs> but the, I think the thing that quite frankly, quite frankly fucked me up the most was these cars that were sitting on our lawns at school and we had to go look at them during our gym or health class and they were like okay everyone look in the passenger side window and look at the floorboards what do you see and we were like what and what? it's there it's so it's people's shoes what? so when you're like in oh, when you're in that big of an washed. impact literally it's like it almost always happens that your your shoes just fly off because you're hit so hard okay so yes. My thing is, is I'm saying even in a crazy fucking situation like that, these shoes are nowhere near her body. So this is like, they weren't on her and then flew off. They were like, they were left or thrown or some dumped something in this particular area. So it's very important to lock in, I think. It is also, yes. Sorry. For a second, I thought you're, you're going to go on a road of like, she got hit and the shoes flew that far. And I was like, I don't think it's near close enough. Not two miles. (laughs) No, no, no. We're talking like. You're in a car and they shoot off your feet. Like, it's not like they... If you look at the map, if she had just cut through the golf course or a different way, she wouldn't have walked four miles. No, she... There's still mileage. Yeah. But it's not... There, some, no, something's up. Something does not make sense. I I don't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Huh, I know I said what I thought, but now I'm like, I want to add to it. Sure, go for it. Sure. I want to add a caveat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was necessarily killed before the tracks. However, I think she was picked up in a car, potentially by the same friend whose card she stole, because that's a big fucking deal in high school. That's not that's not cool. Um, 
and either they got in a bigger fight and then this transpired or something happened in that ride. The girl's mom was with her who the card was stolen from. Oh. That's where you also lose me. That's why I don't think she's a suspect unless the mom is quite nuts. Or maybe her boyfriend or... Yeah. Somebody got mad at the situation also. You know? That's that's just... Maybe like something bigger happened after it is all more... Is more of what I mean. Erin is really stewing over here. I feel like you're doing an ab workout. I have my... My thoughts. I mean, you can give them. They're different from everyone's. Oh, they're different from everyone's. Oh, (laughs) oh. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts, Aaron? I don't think she was murdered. I'll just (gasps) leave it at that. I'm, I'm also relatively. My right foot is on that platform, which means it's my dominant foot. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm more like. (sighs) No, because okay. If she was murdered, let's play this storyline out. Okay, she is. She gets picked up by a car. She knows the person. Again. You're playing out the potential story. Yes. Okay. If she got picked up by a car, Mm -hmm. I don't think it could have been that girl and her mom because I, I mean, it could, the world's crazy, but for the love of God, I would hope as a mother, you're like, I'm not going to prison for this. It's $80. Yeah. Yeah. Take the L. (laughs) Her parents have a two story home. I'm sure I can get $80 from them. Yeah. Like. It'll be made fine. So that has to be someone else she knows. But again, that's only two hours. Yeah. So if she's picked up by someone she knows, I don't... She should be terrified of this person if they can kill her and put her on train tracks in two hours. Yeah. Also, that seems like a very old-timey villain thing to do. Yeah. Or not even that. Like, if she were to know this person, then someone else would have brought up this person like oh this person's really weird and she hangs out with him all the time and him her whoever blah 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 the only way i think it could be a murder is if she got picked up and they were she was smoking pot at the time that weird little um like concrete area next to the train tracks Mm -hmm. i could see people maybe smoking there and something happened and she yeah but I can also see her smoking there getting really sad and doing this. Yeah. Ah! It is a way to go. I don't know. I feels like, but, but to be fair, Sarah, I feel like part of what you just said is there is something else that happened before. So it's not like she just sat in a car and didn't do anything for two hours. Right? Like we can no. kind of all agree on that. Right. Whether it be someone was evil she got in a bigger fight with someone or she got more sad. Was she hit at, sorry, 10.30 or 11.30? It was 11, around 11, 11. But then again, she also didn't have her phone. Yeah, she has no idea what time it is. Yeah. Well, potentially. But I'm saying if she walked two miles, she left the, her house at 9.45-ish, it would take you probably about an hour to get there. Because I don't think she walked four miles. I know they got that from the whatever dogs, but that doesn't... Yeah, that route makes zero sense. Or... And with her shoes being found, I think at most she walked like two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Which would Same. take a little over an hour. Yeah. yeah. She's got long legs. So you think she just went straight there? I think if it was a suicide, mm-hmm. um, she walked straight there. Or she at least walked to the train tracks or something. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like this is why I'm angry because I, I do actually lean more towards it being a suicide, which is so hard for that family. But again, those cops did not <laughs> investigate, yeah. which then... I don't think they would be as mad if they had just done their job. Yes. Instead, yeah. this is because X, Y, Z. There was... Mm-hmm. It was... It's a suicide. So, okay. You left a fucking axe at the crime scene. Like, you want to fucking tell me about that? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, that's true. I just... Probably I get, get like- why, in their eyes alone, that we're all like... Yeah. Uh, could be. We might. Who am I to say? Mm-hmm. But I can see her if she did walk straight there, leaving the driveway, throwing her phone because she's frustrated... In her want to talk to anyone. Yeah, her psyche's kind of like just frack. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. Walking, taking off the shoes she just bought. That's yeah. my two cents. It's really sad, though. Yeah. It. I don't know. With this case, I was expecting more. Like, yes, give me, give me a suspect. Give me anything. And it didn't give me anything. And who knows? Maybe, maybe something else will come up and my mind will change. But I don't. I don't know. I'm sure, you know, whoever's listening to the story right now is just as confused and discombobulated as we are. Well, yeah. When she looked away from the camera, my thought was, is she crying? Who? Does she know the camera's there? And I would she say. Wanna... Oh, the deal, the deer trail cam? Yeah. I would say if she, if she lives there and they're in the country enough that her dad has a deer camera, I would think she knows it's there. That's, I was thinking i was wondering the same thing yeah i was like maybe she was crying or something and she doesn't want to be caught on camera and deal yeah. with it yeah i hope i'm wrong actually i don't yeah, because i don't know which yeah. one's worse we're, is she murdered like that's not yeah. a better ending again to we're all just speculating so we're just throwing out our ideas and it's i also thought maybe she was running away from something at the train tracks because at first i was taking that um the intern or the person in training's word to be true like she like jumped Mm -hmm. if she was running away from someone who was trying to assault her that would make sense and then she doesn't time it accurately yeah that would also account for him seeing something about two miles away like maybe there's another guy in the tree line Mm. that's a very good fucking point Sarah and why her clothes are missing because I was trying to think like if it was not a suicide what would put her at those train tracks what would get her stripped down because I'm really mad they didn't do a rape kit yeah. I'm yeah. mad they didn't do anything with any kind of DNA that could have told us anything about what she did. Like her fingernails. We couldn't scrape a fingernail. Because her knuckles were bruised. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah it's not, it's, and that's the thing is it's not like they, they said like her hands were untestable because of many of things that could have happened. Like they just didn't do fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like no matter how confident you are, let's just say... The parents found a note that said, I'm going to go right. myself on the train tracks. You you still would. I'm like, I feel like they still would have investigated that more. Yeah. And that's just insane to me. I mean, literally, I'm just like glancing down at my notes of just like what what could lead it to be foul play. And like we've mentioned, we've mentioned it all. Yeah. And also, OK, if someone killed her and left the axe and the gloves at the scene Again, you're a real shit criminal. Yeah. yeah. Which tells me, could you have done that within an hour and a half? Moved her from one location to the second, left all your whatever there. Here's why I think yes, because 
let's just say like, yeah, maybe we, we think it's not, not a sophisticated kill, right? But we have no idea what that person looked like when, if they did it, what they looked like when they left her there. They could have been covered in fucking blood. That's true. Nobody's car was searched. Nobody ex- nobody's body was searched after. There was no gun residue test. There was, there was nothing because there was no one. Crime of opportunity? Yeah. Wasn't there a note in the autopsy or the medical examiner? Someone said something about the fact that the way her head was found, there would not have been a way to test if she was shot. I don't I remember that, but I said It was in one of the documents. I to be yeah. very descriptive, I don't think, like... They said impact I, was cause of death. That's all they could identify. I see your hands. Yeah. I don't know how to say it either without... Explosion. Like, her brain wasn't in her body anymore. Yeah. Like, I just don't... I don't know how... What you do after that. Like, how do you even completely test somebody after something like that? That's why the whole, like, cut on the leg thing is so fucking weird to me. Cut on the leg. Like, literally on the medical examiner's thing, it says, like, there was cut at leg that her... Well, they said leg was cut off or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. cut off. I, again, I think that's The rest of her kind of exploded. So, like... but they're not going to say exploded. Yeah, on I a, know. On a we probably don't. I think. I think it's just bad verbiage, bad, bad. Um, tur- I, I don't know. I know. I don't know. I don't want to be the metal examiner having to like type all that shit up. No, either. I don't know how you word that. Um, so I think that I don't know. There's a lot. We're, we're trying to delicately say a lot of things. I yeah. think the police could have done a little bit better of a job. We that all agree with that. A lot of, a lot, a lot, of, a lot, lot of, a lot of. I've mellowed out now. It's been spicy. Five o'clock. Um, I think the little that we all can agree on around the world. Yeah. A lot. This table we can agree on. Tables. Oh. We're currently sitting at two separate tables for our <laughs> listeners who don't know. I'm on an island. Sarah's <laughs> on a misfit toys. To make sure the sound is, I, is better for you this yeah. week, guys. We're trying. Yeah. <laughs> And at this point, I don't know how to end this episode. Here's the thing. <laughs> you know what? I do. Okay. All that matters is that her parents don't have full closure. Correct. And that the case was re-examined in 2018, and it was upheld that it was a suicide. Mm-hmm. So if you think that it is not, and you think there is foul play at hand, Erin is going to link in the show notes where you can go sign that petition. Yeah, there will be a petition. And then if... You do happen to, you know, think you have any information regarding this case and the death of Tiffany Valente. You can also contact the law offices of Paul Diamato at 1-609-926-3300 as well. So I will link that in the show notes if, you know, anyone listening feels like they have any information, you know, any anything at all can help. Yep. Yeah. Let's any research an at all have helped. <laughs> we both just talked the exact same time. What did you say? I said like any, I meant investigation, but any research investigation, that would have helped. That's my tip. Yeah. 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 And I said, let's put an end to this unsolved mystery. Yes, please. <sighs> right now. Woof. That was yeah. a hard one. I know it was hard. And thank you for listeners for pushing through it. It's just one that we kind of, you know, I feel like the last couple seasons we've done an unsolved mystery and this was one that really fucking got to me and i, I didn't feel expect like it to get so heavy all I of know. us yeah i know i'm sorry yeah. it was interesting now at the same time because it makes you like i didn't know the rule on 
um, saving stuff with DNA or like clothing items in plastic bags. Yeah. So if I ever come come upon a crime scene, I will now know that. Paper yeah. bag. Paper bag it. Paper bag. Yeah. Also, block off the area. That'd be nice. Oy. Just a little tidbit. Yeah. Yes. I feel like everyone listening gets like a little tidbit of everything. Yes. <laughs> so I, I hope we covered, you know, as much as we could yeah. about the case. I don't, I mean, like we have our ideas, but we're not like set in stone one way or the other. Like, yes. I feel yeah. like regardless, justice for Tiffany is needed because I yeah. feel 100%. like just because there's a quote unquote ruling that it wasn't. 100%. Right. No, it's not. There's a lot of placating into lots of other factors, and I would rather just there be some definitive proof. And if there's anything you guys have found that we did not cover, please let us know. It's yes. very possible. We didn't see it. I would like to have an answer for myself as well. If you so, have an opinion, yeah. let us know. Um, Where can they do that at? They can let us know at Sinister Sunrise Podcast at right. gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you have any topics that you want us to cover as a group, individually, let us know via email. Slide into those DMs. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, We look forward to hearing from you guys, and we hope you like our group episodes as much as we do. Yeah. Um, So with that, we hope you keep listening, um, and uh, stay sinister. Justice for Tiffany. Yes, yes. It was.